like Brent Lori, and I bet I could watch you spread your air out all day. But when you're done doing whatever, when you're through playing whoever, you know that the Nats fans will be right here waiting for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Resting Pitch Face. I'm Kay. I'm Laura. And I'm Sydney. And this is episode 24. Um, obviously, we took a bit of a break, so we're going to try. There's there's probably a little too much for us to talk about everything that's happened since our last time, but we're going to give it a valid go. Um, in, if, if you want to check out on some of the stuff we might not be able to cover on the episode itself, uh, you can always check out our Twitter. Please follow us there, uh, Resting Pitch Face with no G, rest in. I got to be better about saying that properly. <laughs> um, you can check out our website, restingpitchface.com. That one does have a G, which is probably what's throwing <laughs> me off. Uh, you can always email us comments, concerns, topics, questions uh, to our Gmail, restingpitchface at gmail.com. Um, you can also hit us up on our website. There is a, a, a feedback section there. Also on our website is our Zazzle store where you can check out uh, some of our merch. We've actually added a few items since our last episode, so you should definitely check those out. Um, There's a t-shirt that says tfu, 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 and also a button, and I'm so excited. And a tote bag. I am a proud tote. owner of that button. There's a tote bag? I just added, I added the tote bag a couple of days ago. Yes! Okay, yeah. I, I am waiting on delivery of the t-shirt. Yeah, sorry. So. It would be better to, for me to add all this stuff in batches, which normally I have done, but this one I was just like, why didn't I add the stupid tote bag? So I went back in and added it later. Anyway, I guess the most recent thing, and I think getting things off to a hilarious tone, uh, we had a rookie dress-up day, which is the first time since, I want to say, 2012, where the Nats actually shared the pictures with us? Yes. Oh, um, I thought the Olympics was more recent. Uh, I no, Olympics Bryce, was when Bryce was Bryce, a rookie. rookie. Bryce was a rookie, rookie and right. Columbia, Maryland native Steve Lombardozzi was a rookie. Hmm. Um, oh my God, I had repressed that. I had yeah. repressed the image. I forget, and Tyler Moore was a rookie. And I haven't repressed I that other, at all. I, I will say. Yuri Perez, and I can't remember who the fifth rookie was. Um, I believe it was E. Yuri Perez. E. Yuri Perez, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that the the whole rule from the beginning of the season about um, not being allowed to just put rookies in dresses and call it a day is at least partially responsible for this upsurge in creativity. Yeah. It so for all those, all those naysayers who were like, no, this is the end of fun. I mean, I provide to you Bryce Harper dressed as a dire wolf. Oh. <laughs> um, I believe my favorite, my favorite commentary on that was somebody just posted, I hope this doesn't wake, awaken anything within me. <laughs> We're like, okay, Bryce, are you a furry? Yeah, no, you want to ask that question? No, 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 no. We know the answer. He is a furry. I mean, what? that is now knowledge that we have to live with. I don't want to live with that. Look, look at how into it he was. And also ask yourself, were you surprised? Did you already know somewhere deep down that Bryce Harper was a furry? I, I, I can honestly say I never thought about it. Uh... But were you surprised? Uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, no, I, my brain is fine. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, everyone was just kind of like, this is glorious. I agree with Lara. Like, when you just can't, when you don't just rest on misogyny as your sort of go to for humor, it makes it funnier. Like, yeah. Um, what you do things it? that are actually funny. Yeah, like the team who dressed everybody up as, um, I guess, uh, What's John Travolta's character in Grease's name, Lara? Uh, um, 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 Grease Lightning? What the hell is his name? Danny. Danny Zuko. Danny. Okay. D dress everyone up as Danny to sing Grease Lightning. Everyone's like, yeah, this is incredible. Like, And it's also whole team stuff, which is even yeah. better. Yeah, I agree. I like that it's not just rookies at the moment. Um, I Also, did you guys see the whole like Sammy Solis is really leaning into the hammer jokes thing? Yeah. No. <laughs> I have nothing so, appropriate to say about that. I have nothing appropriate to say about that either, so I'm going to say things that are inappropriate. Um, he was dressed as something in a robe with a hammer and a chain. A, a maester. That. Um, <laughs> I, I read the books of Game of Thrones, to be clear, so recognizing costumes from the TV show was that, not easy for me. That they was my chains. problem, The too. maester has chains. They're always mentioned in the books. Chains around the neck, I, but I didn't... I didn't, couldn't tell that from the picture. I, don't rem I also don't remember it well enough, frankly, because yeah. it was a couple <laughs> years ago. But the point is, Sammy Solis 
there are a lot of hammer jokes, and I'll let you fill that in, based on, I think, a Reddit post from a while ago about someone who had apparently had an encounter with him and was reporting back on it. To be uh, clear, sexual, not, like, hardware. Yes. Someone oh, who had had a sexual encounter with Sammy Solis. I missed this entirely. Why did no one fill me in on this? Oh, we my God, you missed this now. entirely? So, so this was, I think, a year ago that somebody posted this on Reddit, and I make no assumptions as to the veracity of this Reddit post. Um, but basically, something about Sammy Solis having a hammer. Um, and, you know, that sounds like a song cue, as always. Um, the hammer is what? <laughs> <laughs> so it's been, a, it's been a joke floating around on Nat's Twitter, and I'm, I'm quite, quite, quite sure that members of his family are aware of it. Um, because Luann Solis is far too involved oh. in Nat's Twitter not to know about this, and I, I'm pretty sure she's amused. Um, but so Sammy, it turns out, must have seen this too, because it's not a coincidence, um, that he was posing very, very smugly with a hammer about the size of my head. Oh, I don't know whether I'm happy to have that connection made for myself or not. <laughs> you know, like I, I just looked at him and goes, okay, went, looked at the picture and said, okay, he's a Game of Thrones television show character that I don't recognize. Moving on to the next thing. Now I ha just like having to think of Bryce Harper as a furry. Now I have to know this about Sammy Solis. Well, I'm <laughs> sorry, but to be fair, I assumed everybody already knew. Yeah, this has awakened many things within Kay. Most of them I have, have discussed. I don't. How have you never told me this? I um, don't know. I thought you knew. Up. Everybody knew. Well, you know how infrequently I'm actually using Twitter. That's fair. Okay. Well, I we found a dirty Nats joke Kay hadn't heard before. This oh my should be god! A national okay. holiday or something. <laughs> oh, I think it's the part about his family and him leaning into it that is the part that I'm like, I don't need that information. He's definitely leaning That's into the part it. I don't need. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He, I, I'm really entertained, frankly, but I understand that you might feel differently. Well, I, it's not so much that I'm entertained. It's just like now I have to process and now I have to reassess the way I look at things. <laughs> in general. If I knew the tune of If I Had a Hammer, I would start singing it, but I don't because I've only ever heard it from people who couldn't sing. I don't Maybe that know. should be his walk-up music. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's leaning into it, then there's leaning into it. That, I, I wonder if that would be allowed. Well, Why not? I mean, you have a certain amount of uh, plausible deniability that, like, you could also make the joke it's a pitching or that make the association it's related to pitching. I mean, right. Tyler Clippard walked up to Peaches. Who the hell cares? That's yeah. true, but that was just weird. Yeah, it's all made up and the points don't matter. Let him walk up to, to a song about his penis being a hammer. I like, mean, if other guys can walk up to like warbly Jesus music, I feel like we need the polar opposite of that. <laughs> a dick joke? Yes. <laughs> that a dick joke is definitely the polar opposite of that. Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. So, yeah. so I, who who was everyone else? Because I didn't, I, I don't watch the show, so I have no idea. Little was Tormund, Giants um, Bane, which okay. uh, you know, uh, Jason Worth was was John Snow. John, John Snow, Snow, though he should have been Tormund, Giants Bane, clearly. Yeah. Um, yes. But then he wouldn't have been able to make the obvious joke that yeah that Bryce Harper is his direwolf. Maybe not joke, but reference. All right. I Okay. It, it, it I, yeah, I have too much to say about that, and none of it is good. No. So, um, yeah. Jose Lobatone announced on his Instagram that he was King Tommen. No, Trey was, was Tommen. Jose Lobatone 59. Game of Thrones team. I was King Tommen. Really? Okay, because it was also reported on Twitter that Trey was Tommen. Well, so maybe, they might have, the maybe they doubled shot, up. That's true, too. The one group shot is really grainy. Yeah. So it's hard to tell in that who was who, um, especially because a lot of them have their faces covered. So um, I was just going off of Lobie's caption. I'm not even 100% sure if I can identify him. I'm pretty sure he's the blonde in the front. Yeah, he's the blonde in the front. But uh, I don't know what King Tommen looks like in the show. Uh, small oh, blonde. <laughs> All right, well, that works. <laughs> That's why I thought Trey... Oh, no, Trey got hit with a ball very slightly. Um, but that's why I thought it was Trey. Uh, Maybe Trey was, what's his face? Um, Joffrey? Yeah. That, that would be kind of mean. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming up with that. I I was never going to think of Joffrey. No. I can't tell at all what Gio is, by the way. He appears to be wearing a hood and a leather apron. Uh, 
I don't know. I'd have to take um, a look at the picture. Trey clearly should have been Rickon. So but... some somebody was Daenerys, but I've not seen anybody figure out who that was. So if anybody knows who was Daenerys, I'm sure we'd all love to know. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm not sure if that runs afoul of the cross-dressing thing, or is just like you know what. Um, I think it depends on whether they chose it because they, they wanted to be Daenerys, or whether they were forced into it. Possibly. Yeah, and I also wonder in the in the greater context of, and given that that was not specifically played up as, oh look, so and so's just as Daenerys. Like I, that's just one of the few characters that I know mm-hmm. from the show. So I would be curious to know who that is because it's a costume I recognize. Um, but I, they did not, at least in the pictures, seem to play up the like so and so's just as a girl thing. I was half listening. It sounded like they maybe like did it as a draft system. <laughs> But like maybe that was just spe- like speculation as to how they determined who was which character. Like they pulled a name out of the head and said, "Okay, you get to choose first. You get to choose second maybe. sort of thing." Um, that'd be a good um, system. My favorite was the rookies were the unsullied, which oh, there, yeah, I know, right? Everyone's That's- like, "How far does the cosplay go?" <laughs> Uh, <laughs> listener, gentle listeners, if you don't know, the Unsullied uh, castrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Mince yeah. I think actually that kind of doubt that kind of kills the fun possibly a little bit. <laughs> well, uh, uh, and um, I think Strauss is wearing an eye patch, but you can't see any of the rest of him. And I'm just happy he dressed up. He was apparently the Night King. No, I thought that was Max. No. Well, at this point, I don't think we actually know anything else. We're just sort of going in circles. I mean, I, th- I have a feeling a lot of them didn't necessarily know their characters, and they were just like, let's wear a bunch of Ikea rugs and pretend like we're in the show. I mean, other than like, other than Bryce and Jay- Jason, who very yeah. clearly... Yeah, I mean, Max, I haven't seen a single picture of him specifically, which I'm kind of disappointed about. Yeah. Um, but Bryce had, like, the whole face paint stitch going on, so yeah. homeboy was excited. Yeah, definitely, to me, trumps the Smurfs. Personally, that was really great, but like yeah. mostly just involved a lot of blue body paint, whereas also, this was like significant thought and resourcefulness. And I feel like the costume aspect, they did, they did a better job. Like the Smurfs, you say it's blue body paint, but it wasn't even good blue body paint on no. the whole. And like the Nats That's costuming department doesn't have a great track record. The Nats costuming department? Who well, exactly is the Nats, Nats costuming they have, department? Whenever they have somebody that's not the president in the race... It's always like they slapped that together five minutes ago with an old cardboard box and a roll of duct tape. I think hey, Martha that Washington Nito. usually looks vaguely colonial. Also, the Sharknado was amazing. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not amazing. I'm just saying it looks like somebody threw it together five minutes before the like the yeah. The I mean, that looked like a guy in a black suit with cardboard wings. Like it, you would never so, know. In this case, Bryce definitely posted on Instagram that he'd borrowed his costume from like his sister-in-law or something. Who had that lying around? That's what he said. Um, And his wife did his face paint. So regardless of whether that's really where he got it, it sounds like he went off on his own. She did a very good job, his wife. With the face paint, yes. Uh Yes, he looked like a good boy. Like (laughs) (laughs) I knew we were going to get there eventually. (laughs) Uh, Okay, can we we just like pivot right on then? Yeah, I think we need to we need to pivot. Um, So talk about Smurfs. So Smurfs, it, for the, I mean, that was what, 2010? I'll say 2010. I, I only saw the pictures in 11, but I feel like it was 2010 because among the rookie class was Drew Storin um, yes. and, Wil- and Wilson Ramos, and they were not rookies yeah. in 2011. I don't, unless they did, uh, whatever, I don't remember the time frame of it. Um, it was one of those. But, but, but yeah, that was, that was a, Oh God! Thinking about that rookie class makes me sad. But yeah, Drew Storin was was he? He was just a generic Smurf, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. He or was, was he a strong Smurf? Was he like the 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 like muscly Smurf? I honestly don't know enough about Smurfs to be able I, to tell. He looks like himself painted are, blue. Aren't they all Smurf 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 and the girl Smurf? Like no, because Straws was Papa Smurf specifically. They gave him a really terrible beard to cover up his normal. T- and <laughs> I was gonna say, like, <laughs> I feel like he has that one covered. So I, I mean, he, we, as we have talked about, he has transitioned into I make my own honey. But like, mm-hmm. it, it went through it went through some badlands first. Mm-hmm. The 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 goat years of 2010 and to, to 2016. Um, but no, they gave him like a like a bad Santa beard. 
if I if memory serves. It's been a little while. <clears throat> excuse me. It's been a little while since I've actually seen the picture. Well, but, we can we can go yeah. spelunking for that. But the, re but the reason we were thinking about Drew is yeah. So Drew unfortunately just had Tommy John surgery, um, and we obviously wish him all of the best in his recovery. That's going to be a long ass rehab as it usually is. Um, so Tommy John takes another one. Um, he seems to be yeah. Tommy John strikes again. He seems to be in reasonably good spirits. Um, he tweeted a very cute picture of himself cuddling in like a blanket nest with his kid and his dog. Um, and he also tweeted, is it current? Is is it considered ironic wearing Tommy John brand underwear to your own Tommy John surgery? Oh, so thank you for that information, Drew. Yes. <sighs> yeah, I don't I don't know anything about Tommy John underwear other than that it is a brand of underwear. But I don't think I was even aware that it was a band, brand of underwear. Yeah, I saw an ad for it at one point and just had to laugh to myself because Tommy John. Um, but so now we know. Now we know that Drew wore Tommy John yeah. underwear to his Tommy John surgery. Now so. we know what underwear he didn't ever change. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Speaking of things that, like, yeah, I'm not I, finished processing. That one, just, that one just kind of burped back up out of oh, my memory. I yeah. had to press that one down. Oh, yeah, I've been, like, working with my therapist on that. <laughs> Intrepid listeners, if you don't know, Drew Stern used to wear the same pair of underwear and would talk about it. He also took four showers a day, so that, that made it better? Hmm. More confusing, for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, crotch sweat is crotch sweat is crotch sweat. It doesn't really matter how much you shower. Is that going to be the episode title? <laughs> <laughs> I sincerely hope not. Oh, it might be, though. We'll have to see. It turns is like, E, E. <laughs> uh, I mean, we don't know that he doesn't still do that. Well, uh, whatever he's doing, he's not going to be doing it for a while because yeah. he's going to be rehabbing. So we wish you all the best, Drew, and we sincerely hope you wash your underwear. <laughs> we wish that for everybody. That's true. That I feel like that's a very good like cross baseball I, slash universal statement. I, we really, hope, really hope you wash your underwear. I hope that's one of those things that all of the all of the youngins like getting their life co life skills coaching from their minor league coaches. One oh, yeah. of the things that they learn is wash your underwear. Don't take dick pics. <laughs> wash your underwear. <laughs> Don't just Don't go to Target and buy more. Put it in the washing machine. Push the start button. <laughs> Don't fill it with Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was Max who used the wrong dishwasher soap that one time. Oh, yeah. A lot uh, of people do that. A lot of, a lot I, of people I, do do that. But he was over the age of 30 at that point, <laughs> And I feel like you don't have an excuse. No. No, you do not. Um, um, my favorite was uh, Aaron Dolan throwing shade on, on Sean Doolittle for not unloading the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> It was also his birthday yesterday, I think. Oh, yes, it was. Some truly hilarious picture of him with a very 90s dye job. Oh, God, yeah. I just saw that this morning. I feel yeah, like. he had frosted tips. Yeah, that was a really awkward, uh, high, presumably high school yearbook photo. I think that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, he's from Jersey, so like it's somewhat understandable. But yeah, I, uh, uh, I understand why he went full hipster. As a person who had frosted tips in yearbook photos, there's no excuse. What? Me. You had what? <laughs> I bleached my hair and had frosted tips when I was 14 and my hair was really short. We've talked about this before, I no. think. No. Uh, no, we haven't. <laughs> yeah, so it's not excusable. It doesn't matter where you're living, what era you're living in. Just say no. Just say no. <laughs> just like. I'm going to need to see no. pictures of this. I feel like this is an K's FP moment of like for all you kids at home <laughs> who are considering bleaching yeah. half an inch to an inch on in the end of your hair. Don't do, do it. Do Don't do it. Don't do it. At various points, I looked like Jack Osborne. <laughs> That's it, that might that might be too old of a reference. It was very topical at the time, though. Um, moving along. Uh, but no, I, I like the cake threads particularly myself. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> about how she, Erin mo modified a cake that said "Go Team" to say "Go Sean," sort yeah. of. It said "Go Sean." <laughs> it said "Go Team." This was for his birthday last year. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's good. Yeah, um, they're they're pretty well, terrific. Yeah, and I was actually wondering. So I was in New York this past weekend, um, and as we know. Sean has been pretty outwardly political on Twitter. Um, so I was very curious if this weekend after um, Bruce Maxwell 
was the first in baseball to take a knee for the national anthem. I was curious if anybody on the Nats would, but I think the bullpen doesn't typically come out necessarily. Some of them are not there. Some of them are around. Yeah. And I, I don't know exactly who was on the field and who wasn't. Cause I was stuck in an interminable ice cream line for the second day in a row. Um, but I do know that nobody at the Nats game on Sunday chose to take any, which I didn't necessarily think anybody would for sure, but I was curious to see if anybody on either team, the Nats or the Mets would choose to. Um, and they did not. I was curious to see if anybody at, at all, I mean, in baseball would follow that up. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I had never heard of Bruce Maxwell before this weekend. And I think that's probably yeah. true for a lot of people in that in particular um, t- took a lot of guts. I mean, he's yeah. not a secure He's like by any means 26 year old rookie like mm-hmm. as a catcher which is yeah not not the safest place to be yeah um and i think it's it's there's been a lot of really really interesting response he got applauded by the fans the day after which i think is awesome yeah, yeah. and um, the team seems like they're they're standing firmly behind him which yeah is, somebody which put their nice. hand on his shoulder while he was kneeling so that yeah. Was well, and visible. The, the org is also yeah, the, the management. Him. Yes. Yeah. yeah like absolutely. The, the Oakland A's, who he plays for, have been pretty, pretty clear. In all. I mean, they also know who their fans are, which is fine. But at the same time, like the org has been very progressive um, for a baseball organization. Um, and they issued a statement of support, like very, like, like yeah. unequivocal and very clear. No mealy mouth. No. Yeah. Nothing. It was just like, nope, this is what we're doing. And it was almost immediate. Like they did, yes. it, it wasn't like somebody had to drag it out of them. It was like, oh, I mean, I feel like they started writing it the second he knelt, almost. I mean, he also um, talked about it with his teammates and I believe his manager beforehand. Um, so they had enough time to think about what they were going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but it, but I, I was glad to see that. Yeah. I was, I was very, very glad to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to, just to not, make the same mistake that a lot of news outlets are making this is a protest about police brutality about african americans and the greater context of racism in this country and and inequality and inequality racial inequality racial inequality this is not about the troops this is not about the anthem itself per se and it's definitely not about the flag Right, which the flag code says nothing about this being forbidden, but like also mm-hmm. the nationals wearing the American flag on their jerseys is mm-hmm. forbidden by the flag code. Hmm. And those socks. Yep. Yep. Um, Thou shalt not wear it as clothing, basically. That's uh, in the flag code. Yep. And so. it is interesting. So Maxwell obviously was not a super secure player being a 26-year-old, you know, backup catcher. Right. Um, but a lot of stuff has been made of the fact that, you know, he's from a military family. He was born on base. Um, you know, obviously he decided to do this. Um, he's African-American and he's one of the number of black U S born players in baseball is just very staggeringly low. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we talked about that. I feel like yeah. last year and it was like 8% or something like that. It's, it's really low. And the Nats are actually disproportionately, um, U.S. born uh, black players um, compared to the rest of the league. Compared to the rest of the league, I think not like now. compared to the yes, but like with yeah. Kendrick, Michael A. Obviously, Joe, Joe Ross. I'm forgetting somebody. Brian else. Goodwin. Brian Goodwin. Thank you. I'm yes, like, who's been? Yeah, uh, yeah he's yeah. been on the deal. Um, oh, and he and Joe Ross have been on the deal. Um, but yeah, like the Nats, just for having four players. That is a high number. Now, obviously, there are a lot of um, Afro-Latino players, mm-hmm. and that's just you know a different um, sort of different cultural identity, a different self-identity, and different sort of legacy of interaction with the sport. Right. Um, and so, like, it's not like baseball's not. And there's also obviously U.S.-born Latino players for whom this is also mm-hmm. an issue. Um, so you know, it's that's just been sort of he has been interestingly positioned in a sport where he is at a very low representation percentage and because of who his family is um yeah sort of be a, a spokesman for this movement in the sport yeah and it's unfortunate that that we have to and i'm not saying that you're doing this sid but that that the sort of respectability politics of of oh well he's from a military family so I'm sorry mm-hmm. that that 
is necessary, but that certainly plays into the way people perceive this protest. And I mean, there are people who are just flagrantly against it regardless. Um, um, yeah, but, and I think it's mostly the fact that he also has talked very openly about like, he sees this as a, as I think a, essentially a distraction from what the real issue is, which yeah. is produce brutality, but has also said like, if you basically, if you want to come at me and say like, oh, I'm not respecting X, Y, and Z, you know, that's obviously not true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, which, yes, it is respectability politics and I don't want to play into that, but at the same time, like it's something that he's been very. Yes. And I'm, I'm sorry that he's needed to basically. Yes. I'm sorry that this is something that anybody needs to do because right. respectability politics are, are pretty right. bullshit. Um, but unfortunately he has had to do that, but fortunately he's been able to use it constructively. Yeah. 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 Um, being able to have that immediate response, whether it's him or whether it's, I mean, the, the countless other veterans themselves who've had that, been able to respond to the naysayers is not really the right term here. Racist? Um, yeah. The racist. Yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> um, you know, it's convenient to have that automatics like shutdown in your pocket. Yes. Whether it's him living it or um, other people being able to say it, like you have, to, sometimes you have to use the argument that the people you're arguing with will listen to, even if it's not the right argument. Wow. Um, I will say, I you know, I'm, I'm player, players should do what they, what they feel. And, and we've talked about this a lot before mm -hmm. of like, it, for a very, a, a small population within baseball, they are getting asked to do a lot. I was happy to see that Dusty, when asked about, you know, take a knee, etc., just was like, not, he wasn't talking about troops, he wasn't talking about anthems, he's like, no, there's problems. There's problems, they've been around for a long time. Um, it's the same problems I had. It's the same problems I had, and, you know, and he even mentioned, like, because he has an 18-year-old son, like, he's like, we need to listen to, you know... Basically, the youth of the country. And That's exactly thought. what he said. He said, yeah. "Look, yeah. I have the quote right here." He said, "We do need to listen to the youth of this country." Um, he said a number of other things about how he's not sure what he would have done personally, um, but the point of all of this is that there's a problem. And the the end of a quote that um, Jamal Collier posted was that Dusty basically said, "It's up to us to try to figure out how to come up with a solution." Yes. You know, that, mm -hmm. that the point of this is not all of the hoopla. The point of this is there is a problem. We need to fix it. Yes. Yeah. I mean that that was the that was the whole point when when Colin Kaepernick started this in the first place was just we need to you need to use this position as a platform to get people talking about it and everybody start talking about the wrong damn thing. Unfortunately, for a change for yeah. well, no, they started talking about the wrong thing for like a year and a half. Yeah. And now maybe, I mean, not everyone was talking about the wrong thing. Some people, a lot were of people were having the right conversation, but it's like you're using the protests to make a point in a place where people will listen to it. And literally no one is talking, people aren't talking about the point they're talking about the protest. And maybe that's finally starting to, sh no, no, it's not starting to shift. It's, no. it's just as bad now, if not worse. Yeah. talking I, about the protest itself and not. It's It's also been diluted somewhat by some of the other interpretations of it that have been performed and I mean performed mm -hmm. by some other teams, including their ownership. Um, everybody's talking about unity all of a sudden mm -hmm. in the NFL, which mm -hmm. this has never been about unity. The, the point is actually the divisions among us and how, you know, racism is a thing and it's bad and police are killing people. That doesn't really sound like unity to me, you know, and some, um, team owners who've got just like astoundingly bad politics are like, I'm going to link arms with this dude oh my God. on TV. And it's like, okay, well, fuck the, you. Swear the same Army, owners I know. who will give Colin Kaepernick a job. Right. Yeah. The same owners who donate to racist politicians mm -hmm. Yeah. and, you know, couldn't give a rat's ass about police brutality all of a sudden are like, optics, unity, yeah. link arms. And I'm like, just shut up. Just, hit, just shut up. I think it's even, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not discounting that you're saying optics are a part of this and all, but I think to a certain extent it's, well, now they came after me. So oh, now yeah. I care. Well, yeah. And the, the yeah. fact that, the fact that, um, you know, our commander in chief has made this about the NFL being rude to him, mm -hmm. I think has, has, brought a lot of people into it who didn't care when it was actually about Black Lives Mattering and now all of a sudden yeah. it's about this pissing contest between mm -hmm. the government and football of all people. Um, um, 
And I which, also would add, like, this got obviously a lot more attention over the weekend, but, like, the WNBA has been doing this for a long time. Oh, hell yes. Thank and you for mentioning that. And sports have been doing this for a long time. Um, and, you know, this this is sort of one of those things where they're talking about, oh, the first white uh, professional athlete who knelt with, you know, the team, and then they credit it to a dude. And everyone's like, uh, the women's soccer team has been doing this for a, a while. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously, Colin Kaepernick started this. He isn't currently playing in the NFL, which is nonsense, um, just because by the numbers, he should have a job. Um, but at the same time, the sort of like, oh, we could all do this together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A bunch of people have been doing this for a while. You just yeah. haven't paid them any attention. Welcome to the protest. Y'all just gentrified it. <laughs> um, so that's sort of the, that's, that's the other I guess issue that's come up and that's gotten some some good play on Twitter and, and friend of the show, Brittany de la Cortez. Yes. Sorry, Brittany, my, I mispronounced your last name. One of my favorite humans on Twitter and in general. Um, who wrote up a piece for it for Bitch magazine. Um, as part of what it sounds like a regular sports column for them. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, check it out. <laughs> yeah, check she's written out. a bunch of great things recently. I mean, and always, but like they seem to be yes. coming fast and thick at the moment. So um, I think I've retweeted some of them from the podcast account. Yes. But I will make sure to continue doing so because a lot of them are very much in line with the the content we'd like to talk about on here. But yeah, so that's that's another sort of aspect to this of just like okay, you know, let's let's yes, we're we're turning this into something that you can you can do and not contribute anything substantive to the actual fight against police brutality. Like, um, mm -hmm. what's his face who owns the Redskins? Dan Snyder. Like Dan Snyder. Everyone's like, we. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. I want to not talk about Dan Snyder. I yeah, never want to talk about Dan Snyder. Yeah. Okay. That's, well. that's fair. <laughs> um, I, he goes into the, into like, the, uh, I don't want to <laughs> think about him. Yeah. If there's yeah. a bin several levels below um, Tim, Tim Tebow, Tebow yes. yeah. that's the one he's in. Oh, speaking oh. of Tim Tebow, who oh, God. knelt to pray. And, and yeah. yeah, I know. Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to get mad I... about Tim Tebow, but I have wine. So, <laughs> no, like, yeah, I, I always forget about that because I try not to think about Tim Tebow. But, like, yeah, he used to kneel to pray all the damn time. Yep. So, and for all I know, still does in whatever single A team he is currently with. Oh, he is above single A, or he was. Oh, I think the season is over. High A or double A. I think he was um, in double A. He was he was moving up. It was alarming. I believe he is hitting <laughs> about the Mendoza line. Yeah. Um, anyway, but we're in all, some respects, yeah. Know, well, I don't I don't know my feelings on this that that fewer people seem to be talking about Bruce Maxwell. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or it's a bad thing because they're, it's not getting drawn into the wider. Uh, the, the situation be about football, which is good, but at the same time, people aren't talking about it as much because it's baseball. And I'm like, maybe like maybe there's a chance that baseball can have a different conversation about it. I would I hope know. so. I, I don't, don't know. know what my I feelings mean, are on it. Like, so Chris Archer was asked about it again. Mm -hmm. He has been before. Mm -hmm. And um, I've, I've seen his comments interpreted in multiple ways. I think he was somewhat purposefully vague yeah. where he basically said, I would kind of like to and I agree with the message but I talked to the guys on my team and they don't like it and I'm not gonna mm -hmm. um, and you know unfortunately you can you can take from that a few different angles I don't feel that I know him enough as a personality to be able to read into it myself but but other people have certainly said basically this is Chris Archer telling us in so many words that he doesn't feel like safe. he's safe in his clubhouse and that he can't do this thing that he'd like to do Yeah. Um, I don't really want to believe that that's what he intended to say, but I, I think it's perfectly reasonable. I mean, that that's what he was saying. Um, we, we've talked, I, we touched on this, I think a couple of times now, but like as much as we love these guys for what they can do and we love their personalities, the reality is a lot of them probably don't actually live up to our ideals of what we want them to be as people. I'm just like, going to cling to Sean Doolittle and Max Scherzer as hard as I possibly can yeah, and I hope mean, that there, neither there are, of them gets a restraining order there, on me. Absolutely, they're absolutely good examples, and I, I guess the one the one takeaway, even though we, you know, in the context and certainly with the ownership coming in and in getting involved, the teams in the NFL standing together 
I do feel is somewhat important because it get, lets the players who do feel like they want to demonstrate to, to protest feel that it's that their team isn't going to be against them and maybe makes them feel safer. That's yeah. about the only positive I can take away from it. And so maybe if we can have that happen in baseball, because like obviously we, Bruce Maxwell got supported by his organization. He, the guy he was standing next to, who I cannot remember his name right now, you know, had his hand on his shoulder the whole time and hugged him immediately afterwards, showing in a very clear way his support of what he was doing. You need that from your teammates, as Chris Archer has unfortunately pointed out. So I don't know. I don't have a point to this and just kind of like no i think there's there's not so the nfl obviously has responded because the nfl was essentially directly addressed yeah hockey which Ooh. is a whole other kettle of racist ass white fish um <laughs> has decided to you know the penguins came out with a statement that said oh yeah we would go to the white house uh etc um you know, and and now they they had one black player who's on the team, Ryan Reeves, who is like, uh, um, and I don't know if anyone's asked Trevor Daly, who won the cup with him last year, who's now on a different team, um, you know, about this, and so like they've been having to address it because they, you know, just put the statement out on Sunday about it, um, because they thought that you could be neutral when it came to racist or not. Um, I was like, no, pretty much you, it's one or the other. Um, so somebody, I, I, you know, my mind is like a sieve when it comes to hockey player names because I don't pay any attention to them, but there is someone in hockey who is African-American who was basically saying, I'm thinking about doing it. Oh yeah. Oh, Joel Ward. Joel Ward. Um, Josh Hosang, who's also, um, Mm -hmm. uh, well, he's biracial, but um, he also talked a lot about that. I think he he plays for the Islanders. I, I, um, I think I remember seeing his statement. Like he's like, I don't know if I should because I'm Canadian. <laughs> there has Maybe been I'm, some of that. I don't remember if that was the same person though. I hate to tell them there's a Black Lives Matter in Canada. <laughs> um, and... You could kneel during O Canada if you wanted, <laughs> or both, uh, both of them. Yeah, just kneel so, on yeah. on ice. Ow. Yeah, no, they 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 kneel sometimes on the ice, like mm -hmm. they do do that. Anyway, like I don't, know. I, I don't I don't speak hockey. Yeah. I I knelt for the anthem at City on Saturday and thought my knee was going to give out on concrete. So um, we may need an improved strategy, <laughs> like um, knee pads. <laughs> um. So, but the 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 point I was trying to get at is like the NFL was directly addressed. Hockey sort of came at the issue in exactly the the worst way. And baseball is kind of like don't don't senpai do not notice us. Like, yeah, they're just they seem like they're just trying to ignore that it's happening. Yeah, and that's sort of the thing of like Bruce Maxwell has gotten some really positive attention, um, and Dusty clearly said what he said, and and um, it's not like the organization doesn't stand behind him on that, but that there hasn't been I think the same push, which for the sport that prides itself being the sport of Jackie Robinson is kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, uh, you know, um, I think we should donate this yeah. episode's swear jar money to <laughs> some appropriate charity. Yeah. Because yeah. I dropped an F-bomb, I think, for the first time on this Yeah. Podcast. No, that, was, that done. was for you. I'm proud. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little amazed. I'm proud. This episode is just really opening horizons. I mean, I swear <laughs> all the time in life. I just try not to on you're, the air. You're, um, you're more, um vigilant than yeah. I am. Uh, this episode, the F-bomb is for furry. <laughs> oh, no. I was going to say, this episode brought to you by the letter F-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> that actually works. Let's have that as the title. Um, <laughs> speaking of things that also have F in them, to 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 the postseason. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh -huh. And I'm going to... I'm going to preface this, if I might, that I would, if we can, it'd be really cool if we could get one more episode before the postseason starts. It may not happen, listeners... We're gonna have to kind of see. Um, we got. We're gonna. So we're gonna try to get through as much of our pre-postseason stuff now. I'm I also tried to coming this out down. earlier. Hmm? Yay! So yes. I want to. I want to give like a really, really giant shout out to everybody. I did something that I never really thought I would do, and posted my Venmo on Twitter and said, "Look, 
my income is non-existent. I didn't budget for this. And if I don't come, I don't come, but I would really, really love to come. So if you want to give me $5 because you like me, that would be, you know, not bad. Um, and, and people are amazing. And I am so overwhelmed by the number of people who just people I never even talked to, um, who I suddenly was getting pinged on Venmo, you know, so-and-so gave you $10, so-and-so gave you, and it was really, really lovely. So thank you so much to all those people because I'm coming to the playoffs. Yay. I've Ooh. never been to a playoff game ever. I, so yeah, depending on like when we want to, we could even theoretically record while we're all in the same city. Um, I think a part of that's going to be depending dependent on what the game times are. Yes, that is of, the thing. I think, seven o'clock this evening they still have not been posted and they won't be posted until the episode or till the season's over so i don't know why i keep checking but i do um speaking of jen rubenstein is currently texting me about how we need to do an exorcism um uh -oh. because jen wants to come to the postseason and is afraid of jinxing oh so okay. um, um we could also do that rubber chicken yeah so <laughs> yeah. we can sacrifice a rubber chicken and burn some incense and um, we will we will perform an exercise. We'll figure something out. We'll let you know when we're gonna do it, so that so that we can have some, you know, additional karmic energy or <laughs> something. Um, um, but anyway, so yes, we're gonna try to get through as much of our 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 pre post season. I can't. I tried to work out the, the all of the prepositions on this or, or pre prefixes on this, and I couldn't. I couldn't do it. So before the season is over, we want to talk a little bit about what we're expecting to get into into the postseason. Yes. Can All I right. sing one line? Is that allowed? <laughs> yes. Bryce is back. All, All right. right. <laughs> you know, Laura and I are going to sit next to each other for the game, and we're going to mm -hmm. sing My Boyfriend's Back. At we, are. we are. We and are. And we're going to be next to Grace, who is, in case anybody didn't know, the voice of our intro, um, yeah. and actually a friend from my college acapella days. So we're going to have some mad harmonies going on See, every time Johnny comes up to us. I was really sad that I wasn't going to be sitting with you guys. Now, maybe clap. not so much. <laughs> <laughs> if you I guys are going to be singing, I mean, if you guys are singing my boyfriend's back, that's one thing. If you guys are singing more Backstreet Boys at me, I'm going to be very happily sitting in a totally different part of the field for me all. Um. Show me the meaning oh, of God. being lonely. I'm going to turn off the podcast. I will turn this car around. <laughs> when would that be appropriate for like somebody who's a lefty specialist or like a pinch hitter? Mm. <laughs> Please don't do this I to love, me. I love Laura and Maya's evil singing laugh. <laughs> um, like I can't sing at all. So I'm like stats support uh, for, for singing provided by Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm the guy in the truck giving you giving you the stat support so you can sing about uh, your boyfriend being back. <laughs> I am I I am gonna finish writing that. By the way, it's stalled, but it's not done. That should be my my postseason project. We can yeah we can figure maybe we can figure that out in like you know for season three as it were of our show we can have that be our new intro music or something. I don't know. We'll we'll see how it we'll comes see. out. We'll see. Yep. I'm giving um, you more time to work on it. Yes, it? thank you. Do we have anything actually salient to say about Bryce, or are we just excited? We're just excited. Okay. I I saw. I will say I saw something. Um, somebody else did the numbers, and unfortunately, it was an anonymous commenter on Thomas Boswell's weekly chat um, on the post. Somebody ran the numbers and said everybody's offense is better with Bryce in the lineup than it had than without Bryce in the lineup, regardless of white Brett what Bryce himself is doing, except for apparently Michael Taylor, who's pretty much even because way to go Bambi. Um, <laughs> but I think that's kind of interesting. So maybe even just his presence back will be enough to kind of like give everybody a little kick in the keister. The embarrassing I don't in front of Buster Posey effect, as it were. Bryce is watching, so I better do something great. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that won't hold up. I mean, obviously we need to let him get hot again and he is cold and he went oh for oh for two with a walk last night right in four innings no he, yeah. he got a hit did he I get a hit? maybe he, maybe he just I, got I, a walk he, he walked walk. yeah uh, I mean, pop he out ground out walk i yeah. believe not in that order first um, game back after 41 days on the dl I, i'm not expecting five home runs you know my what I mean? god was it that long yeah. yeah i i also have to say like you know since since clinch clinchmas 
you know, have they been playing a little bit more apathetically? Yeah. yeah. Have there been, were there those two games against the Braves where I'm like, how do you have a hangover three days later? <laughs> oh my God. Like, can you absorb alcohol basically subcutaneously? Like, um, well, okay. So side note, everyone remember when, when Anthony Rendon poured beer in the crack of Bryce Harper's ass? <laughs> do you think that violates Mormonism? I, I don't know, but I feel you like... You can get drunk me. up your butt, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm just, oh, you, you, know, you can, but not with yeah. beer. Um, not if it, not with that much beer. Yeah, if turtles can absorb oxygen through an area around their tail, <laughs> I assume that Mormons can absorb <laughs> beer. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm saying, do you think that's a violation? of? <laughs> I don't know. If, if, anybody, uh, if any of it made it in. <laughs> uh, oh, God. No, 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 episode. no, um, no. No, no, no. I'm no, sorry. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. So, you know, they have been definitely playing a little bit more mm-hmm. apathetically. And I'm like, oh, they're not, you know, wearing out pitchers. They're not going long on the count. They're not even, like, really hustling. I'm like, right, yeah. Um, and I mean, like, I want them to, to, to be not broken at the end of the day. So if, if nobody's going to, like, bust their ass down the first baseline or whatever and like avoid p- potential scenarios <laughs> of stepping on the base wrong full 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 i mean we've 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 seen those this season yeah. like i'm i'm okay with this and even if it's just uh, you know not even necessarily avoiding injury just like let everybody be fully rested ramp up oh my miming looking at my watch now now would be nice to to start ramping it up yeah, there's nothing wrong with letting the peanuts <laughs> go out there and play a couple games. <laughs> um, I, I mean, yeah, the the one game of the series against the Mets that we lost was was really barely the Syracuse Chiefs. Yeah. Um, I love the ad that's on Masson now. That's like, um, when this person got injured, we had this person, and when this person in- oh. got injured, we had this person. And I'm like, I haven't seen that. Oh, that's oh, terrible. It's not great. It's like when Adam Eaton went down. Don't worry, we had a spare. <laughs> Oh, God. Like when when oh. uh, Trey got his wrist hurt, we had a default. I mean, when when you know, okay, yeah. If you keep I, listening, I'm gonna keep saying Dainu. I mean, Dainu means enough, Kay. Uh, no, I I was just thinking of what I was gonna say, which is lean into the gallows humor. Yeah. I mean, when you're in the situation you're in, like, all right, let's just let's just laugh. They're okay. like, when Joey Ross got hurt, we, we got Edwin Jackson, who was as fine as we needed him when he needed him to be fine. Dianu. <laughs> like Dianu. Yes, that's, that is actually the most Jewish thing I've ever said about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was fine for when he, we needed him to be fine. Yeah. Like, um, so, you know, that's, that's quite an ad, is what I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the Syracuse Chiefs did lose the yeah. did lose a game to to the Mets. Well, it was actually perfect because that was the one game of the series I wasn't at. So my regular season record is currently at 500, and I'm not going to get to any more regular season games. So I, I get to I get to end the season with my personal Nats record at 500. Think that I don't know if that beats my record this season. I'm just glad I don't have a losing record because I yeah. I have in the past, and I don't oh. want to think that I'm bad luck. And also <clears throat> going to losses is less fun. Up until the age of 10, I don't think I went to a winning baseball game. I definitely thought it was the Jinx. So, um, yeah, it, it took me a while to see you winning. What? The <laughs> Orioles for the no. Jinx? Oh, no, you were in Philly. Or, yeah. yeah. Or in Boston. No, that was when I was in Philly. Okay. And it was when the Phillies weren't actually terrible. <laughs> I um, know. It's weird to think about that now, but there have been times when the Phillies were not terrible. We're losing um, to them right now, right at this yeah. moment. Oh, are we really? We're not, God dang it. We're not yep. trying at all. Like, yeah. I think like now is the time to maybe start trying a little bit so that you're not completely rusty when the playoffs come. Well, but, we're only down by one, and it's the bottom of the fourth. Yeah, yeah and they're, yeah. they're six and four on this road trip, so like I'm not, or yeah, I'm not yeah. even going to. Oh no, they're six and three on the road trip. So like it's it, yeah. that's just one of those things of like we've been feasting off the soft meat of the of the NLE yeah. all season. We can let the Phillies feel good about themselves tonight. Um, there's like can three we? people at the stadium, and I think Defoe gave one of them a ball. Like 
but but yeah, yeah. so I think they'll ramp it up for for this last season series against the Bucks. I hope so. I'm going to two or three, and if you know if they're phoning it in, I'm going to be sad. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it, it's kind of to a certain extent, it's kind of irrelevant because we're going to have like five days off before the next game anyway. What they should do is sell tickets to their simulated games in the interim. Their inter-team games. Ooh, oh, shirts versus come. skins. Yeah. Ooh, shirts versus yeah. shirts versus yes. skins. They should sell, you know, just field level tickets or whatever. That's what the fans want to see, you know. And just proceeds to the Dream Foundation. Exactly. Yeah. Or- this would be my dream. <laughs> that, that is that is giving that is fulfilling yes our dream foundation anyway i get but there's some there's some postseason questions that will have to still be answered um i know the two big ones there are whether or not to platoon worth and, and uh howie um and whether or not to let robles have a postseason spot I guess they're sort of interconnected. Yeah. Actually, yeah. it's more, I'm, we're seeing Robles versus Diaz because Goody is probably not going to be back. Yeah. Um, they're saying it's possible, but I don't personally mm. want to gamble on it. And I, he's in Florida. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. He's, he's doing games at least. Yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, we have guys who've been playing more recently and have been acquitting themselves very honorably. Yeah. So as much as I love him, I think it's a safer bet to go with Robles or Deaza. And and don't risk him ripping something much worse for, you yeah. know, the last month of the year when theoretically it will be cold. Although I'm sitting in my extremely hot bedroom at the moment. It is oh my not God. cold. It is fall. I have a sandal tan <laughs> from City Field on Sunday. Yeah. I but did not have a sandal be tan before that. My summer tan lines were gone. Sun is a little different than heat. Sun brings heat, but sun can exist without heat at the same time. It's hard but to get a sunburn point. in the Northeast at the end of September. I think you're just not is trying. It? I got a sun. I got. Or I didn't get a sunburn. My husband got a slight sunburn in uh in Iceland, just like I across mean, the face a little. Yeah, people impressive. can get sunburns in the winter, like when it's snowy out. I get you know. sunburned skiing, actually. Yeah, yeah. All I that sun know. bouncing off the the snow. Right. That's that's reflected. It, I've never gotten sunburned in September on on September twenty fourth in New York before. I you know I have but, to say Diaz. I mean Robles is obviously he real good. Mm-hmm. Um, and him versus Diaz, I have zero feelings about. Yeah. You know, this is just one of those things where he's 20. Yeah. I thought he was 19. He's 20. He's 20. Um, You know. I really like him, but I would rather have somebody who's less of a kitten. Yeah. Like, he's just an unknown. Like, he's up for for the month, and it's good. Um, But at the same time, you know, he he should be a player of the future. Um, I'm not going to say we're going to break him by playing him now, but at the same time, like... Let him develop. And also, I mean, I can see the argument that, you know, we're not going to get any surprises with Diaz. It's just, it's not going to happen. And he's not been outstanding. He's been a solid person to be on the field kind of player. But sometimes in the playoffs, that's what you want. The argument for, for Robles would be, you know, he might, because he's trying so hard to impress, like make some spectacular play that wins us the game, right? Or he um, might he's trying- just like, or he might do something, do something exactly like really, I the, really bad. The catch that was making the rounds I, last mm-hmm. weekend, where that amazing catch that he made, sort of behind against his head, the wall, against the and wall. then smashed face first into a chain link fence. I was like, he is so lucky that he got back up and was fine. Because remember when Bryce smashed head first into a chain link fence? Like he could, if he does something like that in the postseason, God only knows what could happen. You know what I mean? So yeah. maybe it's not. I mean, anybody could do it, but the kid who's trying harder to impress is going to be more likely to make a dumb yeah, run and, face first into a wall mistake. And he is very, 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 very fast. Yes. And I do not want to undersell, like, I think I put it on Twitter, um, I, I never thought the season would be like, like, Trey, but younger and faster. <laughs> um, like, he's very fast, but at the same time, I'm like, I, I hope it's cold. Like I hope we get to the postseason to parts that is cold. Tool, tool, tool. Like, like he's he's young. He has the sense of a twenty year old. Quite frankly, he made a catch like that because he was probably marginally out of position. Yeah. Um. And so you know, this is one of those things of let let the thing on the turkey come out. 
mm-hmm. him a little bit more and think, hey, Nationals 2019, you're going to be really happy you did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tfutufu, again, like, oh my god, if we have to talk about the Strasbourg shutdown. But at the same time, like, we have gotten some mileage out of our little dragonfly. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> somebody was like, no, we are going to invest in our future, in our future glass pony. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, and now we have three sol- very, very, very solid starters because, yeah. because Gio is good at baseball. Uh, why is Gio so good at baseball? Oh my! If I read another article <laughs> about why Gio Gonzalez is good at baseball, so I read. I've been so mad. I've been just very mad. Um, I think somebody from Beyond the Box Score, and, and I felt bad because it turned out it's like their beat reporter who's nineteen, Aww. eighteen, possibly sixteen. He tweeted <laughs> about his AP class, and I'm like, <gasps> what? Like, Associated Press? <laughs> what? No. Um, yeah, I know. He's a, he's a child. Um, so I'm like, God, post, I was mean to this child, but this child had some really bad points, and he's getting... Talk about talk about somebody who needs to let the thing come out on the turkey. Yeah, I'm like, first of all, if you're getting paid to, to write professionally about baseball, um, I'm going to take a... I'm, I'm going to pick a, a, a bone with your article. Um, but basically had an article that was like, why is Gio good? All of his peripherals aren't great. I'm like, well, you didn't examine these other metrics you just looked at FIP (sighs) (laughs) so then there was another article that was basically like Gio is good at inducing weak contact toward Rendon and Trey Turner who and they are good at defense yeah who were like plus like it was like um saving like plus x number of runs versus um Murphy and uh and Zimmerman are actually like they they don't save runs. They give up runs compared to average fielders in their position. I'm gonna put that one squarely on Murphy. I'm gonna keep um, Zim out of it. Yeah, actually I am too because Zim, you know, I was gonna say he's been doing so well at first that I, he might not be saving runs, but he's certainly not giving them up. Yeah, no, it's Murphy. Um, but they're like, <laughs> well, he induces it, and so really is this a credit to Rendon and and uh, Turner? And I'm like, well, Def- it was Defoe for a long time, and. He is able to induce hitter contact to a specific place where he knows the yeah. two people behind him can field it. Yeah, that's a skill of the pitcher. <laughs> is, is that good? <laughs> if the ball goes by Zimmerman, there's nothing Rendon can do about it. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, I was like, someone's like, yeah, I think we've discovered why Gio is good. I'm like, because he's good. Like, I might just write an article called Gio Gonzalez is good because Gio Gonzalez is good. A tautological argument. Like I like it. Um, I would also like to point out that none of these recent articles about Gio being good pointed out anything to do with comfort goats. So they obviously were not covering all their bases. Yeah. Um, unlike Anthony Rendon, who covers all the bases. Yes. He can cover um, all my bases. Okay. Speaking of, who's your MVP for the season? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> on that note um my mvp for this season is my boyfriend who's your mvp for the season uh I, I, a young man by the name of anthony rendon Kay, who's your mvp for the season well i just i feel like there's this guy tony two bags i don't think anybody's really heard of him but he's kind of like the sleeper candidate <laughs> in that laura would like to sleep with him <laughs> <laughs> Hey, don't throw me under the bus on this, okay? Yeah, no, I was like, I liked him before all of you guys did. I liked him when he got called up twice. Is he was the, a, he, the boy, the col- collective name yes. here? He has a very symmetrical face. <laughs> and great he hair. Has, and, and and saves us many, Symmet- many runs at third base. Really, yes. really killer stats offensively, defensively, in my heart. Everywhere that he could have fabulous stats, he has them. And... There's a lot of people who are now saying that Tony deserves MVP, but I don't think, unfortunately, it's the right people that actually have the ability to give him that. Yeah. We could make him, a, like, a card. I say for the postseason, do you want to make a sign? I, yeah, I always I do. want to make a sign. I can never think of what to put on it. Ever. MVP in my heart. Yeah, that's a MVP good one. MVP of my heart? MVP of my heart. Yeah, there we go. All right. Yeah. We can do that. Uh, that's not bad. Put a curly W in the heart. Yeah. That's what I did on the sign for Desi. Wait, Which was your idea anyway. What do you mean you never have any ideas? Was the curly W my idea? No. I think the sign was your idea. 
Well, but having a sign is not an idea. I mean, that's just a general like concept. I'm like, I should make a sign. And then I'm like, I don't know slogans. I don't. What are words? How I mean, I they, literally put congrats going? on ASG Desi, heart from DC. It was yeah. not snappy. It was just heartfelt. Yeah. But yeah, no, we should make a sign. Um, intrepid listeners, if you have any ideas <laughs> on particularly clever MVP related signs that we should make for Tony Rendoni, please feel free to let us know on any of our aforementioned modes of communication on social media. That would be Twitter, resting pitch face with no G. Email restingpitchers at gmail.com. And I guess, uh, you know, you could probably send a carrier pigeon if you really wanted. Might be a little slow, but. Might be. You might not get here until after the postseason, well, depending on the speed of your pigeon. I don't oh, know. Sometimes they turn up in like years. <laughs> in my great you experience. Use a smart pigeon. Yes, use a smart pigeon. Have you, have you sent things via pigeon before? Well, I am extremely old, so. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, I'm sorry. Maybe you could. Did you guys see the thing that Jerry Blevins tweeted that was like, <laughs> my teammates knew I was old because I had blackboards in my school? Oh, I had blackboards oh, in my God. school, and I'm a lot younger than Jerry Blevins. Maybe I just went to a very underfunded school district, but I had blackboards in my school. Can, can I confess something? What? So I taught for about 10 years. Yeah. I have never written on a chalkboard. What? Yeah. No, I had whiteboards, and I have terrible handwriting, like really bad handwriting. Um, and I, you know, always wrote on a, on a whiteboard. I feel like whiteboards tend to improve people's handwriting, but maybe that's my very limited experience. I, I have good handwriting on a whiteboard and on chart paper, but I have terrible, like, handwriting on just a random piece of paper. Um, like, I, I don't know. I, I like, my, my... My handwriting sort of wanders in weird ways. Um, probably I should have had occupational therapy as a child, but whatever. Okay, so oh. I'm going to make the sign. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I can, yeah. I can provide glitter and statistical support. Like, I, I can't contribute anything, apparently. Because you're going to be doing all the, 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 the pretty drawingness, and I can't contribute any words or statistical support. So I'll support you morally. I never said I could draw. I can make a sign. Grace, <laughs> somewhere in the recesses of a shoebox, has a birthday card that I drew her in 2012 of Danny Espinosa wishing her a happy birthday. And I was very, very proud of it at the time. And I'm sorry to say that she found it a few years later and it really does not look like Danny Espinosa. <laughs> you the only thing you need to draw Danny Espinosa is giant beard and hat. It was and actually before the giant beard. He had a um, well, like, yeah, I guess in two thousand. Before the specific one with the headshots yeah. and the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's fine as long as you can look deeply into his eyes and talk mm -hmm. about his heart and hustle, which is now Anthony Rendon. I would look deeply into his eyes and talk about heart and hustle. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, we probably need to wrap up. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, can yeah, I just throw out the, yeah. the 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 queer fancy stat, yes. stat yes. and then our final? Um, so well, sort of. Yeah. Close well, to. you know, as, I'm sure we'll announce the season final um, when we record during the postseason. But mm -hmm. as of partway through the game, um, September's total has reached $27.68. And I'm sure we'll update when it's final. Uh, okay. Who's it going to? Yeah. Uh, I probably have this in my notes from last episode. but I know I have this. Wanda Austin House again? No, that no, was Wanda last Austin House was, was August. 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 Well, we'll put it in our show notes. DC Center. It's the DC, DC Center. Center. Okay. okay. Cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So. And hopefully we'll see everybody uh, again, if not right before the postseason starts, then at least like contemporaneous with when the postseason starts. Yeah, um, we'll work on that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we, can we can figure out some way to do it. And since we will all be going to some of the games, maybe we'll, you know, let people know where we are when we're in the stadium if they want to come say hi or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think that I'm could so be. excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I didn't think I was going to be back at Nats don't, Park. Make sure you get some sleep. Okay. Don't, I'm not don't one playing. <laughs> don't get My so excited that you throw up. Be good. I'm not going to throw up. <laughs> I don't think. You just sound like you're about to be like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> no, we're going to be singing. So, you know, tea mm. with honey. Not a lot of dairy products. Mm, good point. Good on point. The plane. I'll have to be performance ready. You're so right. Okay, um, well. I'll bring like a little time or something. <laughs> oh, I'll bring a pitch pipe. Yeah, bring we'll a pitch pipe. We will, we will do this. We will 
Serenade, <laughs> Kay, and Tony Rendoni uh, as much as we possibly can. Um, okay. But on that musical yeah. note. On that, um, I think it's time for us to say goodnight. And uh, just said it a minute ago, but I'll say it again. Twitter, Rustin Pitchface with no G. Website, restingpitchface.com. Um, email us. You can co connect with us directly there. Email us con uh, ideas for some signs, topics you want to see us discuss, questions you might have for us. Stuff you um, want to see smeared on Dan Colco. As always, stuff you champagne. want to see smeared on Dan Colco. <laughs> might... Can you smear champagne? Yes, if you, you can. really want to. If you believe I mean, in your heart and you try and you work hard enough, you can smear champagne on Dan Colco. I just feel like that might be like a subgroup, like spray as opposed to smear. I don't, I, know. I don't care what you call I'm it. I'm probably overthinking it. I believe in so. the power of my dreams, Kay. <laughs> <laughs> um, email us, restingpitchface at gmail.com. Um, on, our, on our website are also links to our Zazzle store with some new tfu, tfu, tfu merch just in time for the postseason when you need it the yes, most. Yes, I want to see, I wanna see um, everybody unjinxing with their tfu, tfu, tfu gear. Yeah, I'm going to have to go order like a bag of the pins so I can just be like, take them, everybody. Yes, um, yes, I will, I will chip in towards that because <laughs> I, need to get, I need to be the tfu, tfu, tfu fairy. Yeah. Um, so if you, wanna, if you want a button, I will be there as the tfu, tfu, tfu fairy. Um, and then... Uh, oh, yeah, there's also a link on our website to subscribe to us on iTunes, which if that's how you prefer to listen to us, please do subscribe. If you have a minute, give us a rating. Um, I don't think I missed anything. I think that covers it all. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, with that, I see you guys on the other side. Uh, I'm Kay. I'm Laura. And I'm Sydney. Tfu, tfu, tfu. Tfu, tfu, tfu. Tfu, tfu, tfu. Please come back, Tyler. It's just not the same since you went away. We really miss your eyewear. And the way you confused that is at the plate. There's a C for you right next to Drew, and we need you to pitch the A. Besides, there's no other team who uses chocolate sauce as